Chapter Twelve of the Death of Ivan Ilyich Balio Tolstoy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. From that moment there began the scream that never ceased for three days, and was so awful that through two closed doors one could not hear it without horror. At the moment when he answered his wife, he grasped that he had fallen, that there was no return, that the end had come, quite the end, while doubt was still as unsolved, still remained doubt. Ooh, 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 he screamed in varying intonations. He had begun screaming, I don't want to, and so had gone on screaming on the same vowel sound, ooh. All those three days, during which time did not exist for him, he was struggling in that black sack into which he was being thrust by an unseen resistless force. He struggled as the man condemned to death struggles in the hands of the executioner, knowing that he cannot save himself. And every moment he felt that, in spite of all his efforts to struggle against it, he was getting nearer and nearer to what terrified him. He felt that his agony was due both to his being thrust into this black hole, and still more to his not being able to get right into it. What hindered him from getting into it was the claim that his life had been good, that justification of his life held him fast, and would not let him get forward, and it caused him more agony than all. All at once some force struck him in the chest, in the side, and stifled his breathing more than ever. He rolled forward into the hole, and there at the end there was some sort of light. It had happened with him, as it had sometimes happened to him in a railway carriage, when he had thought he was going forward while he was going back and all of a sudden recognized his real direction. Yes, it has all been not the right thing, he said to himself. But that's no matter. He could, he could do the right thing. What is the right thing? he asked himself. And suddenly he became quiet. This was at the end of the third day, two hours before his death. At that very moment the schoolboy had stealthily crept into his father's room and gone up to his bedside. The dying man was screaming and waving his arms. His hand fell on the schoolboy's head. The boy snatched it, pressed it to his lips, and burst into tears. At that very moment Ivan Ilyich had rolled into the hole and caught sight of the light, and it was revealed to him that his life had not been what it ought to have been, but that that could still be set right. He asked himself, what is the right thing, and became quiet, listening. Then he felt someone was kissing his hand. He opened his eyes and glanced at his son. He felt sorry for him. His wife went up to him. He glanced at her. She was gazing at him with open mouth, the tears unwiped streaming over her nose and cheeks, a look of despair on her face. He felt sorry for her. Yes, I'm making them miserable, he thought. They're sorry, but it will be better for them when I die. He would have said this, but had not the strength to utter it. Besides, why speak? I must act, he thought. With a glance to his wife, he pointed to his son and said, Take away. Sorry for him. And you too. He tried to say, forgive, but said, forego, and too weak to correct himself, shook his hand, knowing that he would understand, whose understanding mattered. 
and all at once it became clear to him that what had tortured him and would not leave him was suddenly dropping away all at once on both sides and on ten sides and on all sides. He was sorry for them, must act so that they might not suffer. Set them free, and be free himself of those agonies. How right and how simple, he thought. And the pain, he asked himself. Where's it gone? Eh? Where are you, pain? He began to watch for it. Yes, here it is. Well, what of it? Let the pain be. And death, where is it? He looked for his old accustomed terror of death, and did not find it. Where is it? What death? There was no terror, because death was not either. In the place of death there was light. So this is it, he suddenly exclaimed aloud. What joy! To him all this passed in a single instant, and the meaning of that instant suffered no change after. For those present his agony lasted another two hours. There was a rattle in his throat, a twitching in his wasted body. Then the rattle and the gasping came at longer and longer intervals. It is over, someone said over him. He caught those words and repeated them in his soul. Death is over, he said to himself. It's no more. He drew in a breath, stopped midway in the breath, stretched, and died. March 25, 1886 End of chapter 12 This concludes The Death of Ivan Ilyich Balio Tolstoy, translated by Constance Garnett. Read by Laurie Ann Walden.